Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. American Media Export. Wiggins America. All right. The big winner coming out of Iowa caucuses was clearly Donald Trump. But you know who came in second? The polls. <laughs> See? That's much better. Slow clap radio. You're yeah. doing radio things. <laughs> yes. Thank you very much. Uh, the polls were very, very accurate for the Iowa caucuses. Surprise, surprise. So if you're wondering how accurate they were, for Donald Trump, he got 51% of the total vote. That was within 1% of his polling. Haley, 19%. That was within 1% as well. Ramaswamy, 7.7. His predicted results were 6.8, so he was within a point hmm. as well. The only person who outperformed those polls? Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis. He I actually told out- you he would. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good for you. He still was only at 21%. Outperformed. And they predicted him in about 15 or 16. So he did outperform them by 5%, which is to say something. But for the most part, the polls were pretty darn accurate. So the reason I bring that up is simply to walk you down this road that when you look at the general election polling, you can look state by state too, but it's easier to see in the general election polling. <clears throat> the last couple of them that I'm looking at here, Trump versus Biden. This is from INI and Tip. That's a, uh, a major pollster. It's one of the more, more recent ones. Trump 41, Biden 40. So Trump plus one. But if you add in third-party candidates... Trump versus Biden versus Kennedy versus Manchin versus West versus Stein. And they also threw in somebody in there named Mapstead. Who I don't even know who that is. What? But this is from that pollster, I and I and Tip. Trump then goes to plus three. So while, oh. while both of them lose percentages, uh-huh. Trump loses less. Yes. That is the that- theme. Go ahead, Ryan. Go ahead. That last name, I think you meant to say placeholder. Yeah, <laughs> for someone yeah, else. Person. No one knows. <laughs> last name here is the other person. Um, That's interesting to me, honestly, because they. How many times have you heard people say that the third party candidates benefit the Democrats? In this case, it does not seem to be the case. Well, you know what's interesting, Ryan, is that in the in in the very early polling, it looked like it either had no effect or maybe maybe might benefit Biden a little bit. That has slipped in the opposite direction. And I'm not one of those people who thinks that this is going to make a major impact Mm -hmm. because if you have all those names, and it really depends because sometimes they'll just add in RFK or sometimes they'll just add in somebody like Jill Stein. 
But when you add all of them like that, including Mapstead, whoever that is, uh, that guy's barely polling, by the way. Surprise. Um, they, they, it does seem to favor Trump by a little bit. Another example, Reuters is Ipsos just came out too. general election. Trump versus Biden. It's a tie. Trump versus Biden versus Kennedy. Trump plus one. So he pulls from both of them, mm-hmm. but he seems to pull from Biden more. Yeah. I, when you listed all those voters in that first poll are all those candidates, the two third party candidates that are the three of three of them have actually declared. I don't know about Mapstead. Manchin is a maybe, but Cornell West is running. I don't know if he's on oh, every yeah. ballot. Jill Stein is running, which is ironic because Cornell West was originally running as Green Party. Now he's doing, what, independent or something like that? Uh, yeah, that's been a strange story, but yes. Yeah, and then RFK is running. Yes. Outside of that, Joe Manchin has not declared, and he says he doesn't want to play spoiler. And it's like, I don't know how you can run third party and not play spoiler. Mm-hmm. Ryan, what do you think right now about these third party candidates? Do they Are they a factor? Do they ha- anybody have an actual chance, or are they just spoilers? I think much like you've seen in every other election, you're going to find that it's fun to look at it early on. And then when push comes to shove, all you got to say is there's too much at risk here. You can't throw your vote away on a third party. So you're going to have to vote for fill in the blank candidate. That's your main affiliation, Republican, Democrat. And I think that'll essentially play out that way. I don't think there's any uh, Ross Perols here. Uh, I don't see any of them being major factors. Ross Perot was a cool dude, all things considered. I don't know if there's any documentaries about him out there, but I find whenever a YouTube video comes up about him, I I watch it with great enjoyment. He was a very special guy. I don't see any of these candidates that as special as a guy like that, that actually was able to pull away from an election. So I think it's fun to speculate and look at it now just because we're in that mode of there's still a lot of you know, Republican candidates still on the ballot, even though we know the direction it's going. But when it narrows its way down, it's pretty much going to be funneled out. Get more at 971talk.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.